Hello, everybody, and welcome back to, I believe we are in episode 60 of Misadventures with the Narcissist. It has been about six weeks, maybe longer since my last episode, but I wanted to give you all a quick update on what's been happening. So I know the title of this episode. I thought about what I was going to title this episode before I sat down to record, and I know the title of this episode. Um... The Day the Narcissist Died is very dramatic. Um, it is very, um, I don't want to say clickbaity, um, but it is the first thing that came to my mind when this incident happened. Now, I don't want to be triggering anybody, so I wanted to put a warning out there that this may be triggering for some people. So um, just, I guess, proceed with caution as you are listening to this episode because I will be talking about health stuff and um, a bunch of other things. So I wanted to do this episode and share my experience with this particular incident that happened um, because I don't know, I'm wondering if anyone else has gone through it, if anyone else has felt the death of their narcissist. And again, I don't mean physically dying or literally dying. Um, I mean, in other ways. So I want to tell you guys what happened. So about, I want to say about a month ago now, so maybe like, I don't know, middle of April or something like that. Um, I had a friend reach out to me and this friend is someone who I've known for a while. It's someone who I have worked with in the past. Um, and it's someone who, you know, I consider a friend and her and I, um, worked together. She is, a, I guess the best way to describe her would be like an intuitive healer. Um, maybe like an intuitive li life coach kind of sort of, um, something along those lines. So she is someone that I worked with the entire of last summer, trying to process a lot of the trauma from the narcissist and a bunch of other things. And, she reached out to me about, like I said, about four weeks ago and said, you know, hey, how have you been doing? Um, I have this new thing that I want to offer to my clients. And it's like a 20 minute session about um, like really tuning in and figuring out what's next for you, right? Like what is the next stage or phase of your life or you know, what, the, what is it going to look like? And before when we've worked in the past, and again, I know not everybody believes in this. So um, if some of you are like, oh gosh, <laughs> you know, she actually believes in this. Um, you know, I wanted to put that out there, but this is something that I do believe in, something that I have gained a lot of um, like understanding about my own life and my own experience and all of that. So it's something that I do believe in, although it's not something that um, is necessarily, you know, like a, an end-all be-all, like if she says this is true, or or if anybody who's like an intuitive sort of guide, if they say it, it must be true. It's sort of like if they say it, there might be some truth to it, but it doesn't mean necessarily that, you know, it's like a diagnosis or, or the truth, um, and I'm putting the truth in quotes. So, just wanted to mention that before we move on. So she said, you know, I'd love to offer this session to you for free. Um, and so you can sort of like give me feedback and I can hone in on what this offering is going to look like, but it's going to be 
a super quick 20-minute session, and we're basically going to tune in to your your guides, um, if you believe in that, tune into like your, um, I don't know, spiritual, emotional well-being, and we are going to try to get some answers um, about what is next for you. And I was so happy when she reached out because I was like, yes, you know, I've sort of been um, a little confused about what to do next and what my my next step should look like and um and what all of that is going you know is gonna look like. So yes, I would be happy to take some guidance, take some like help and support and just like intuitive feedback from my friend. So we scheduled a call for the next day. And we got on a call and the way she starts her calls usually is by like sort of like closing her eyes and tuning in to the energy and um, and just quote unquote my guides. And she tuned in and for like the first few minutes she was very quiet and didn't really say anything and it was just, you know, still tuning in and then... She opened her eyes, you know, and she said, she said, if I'm trying I'm trying to remember correctly, but she said something along the lines of, you know, I don't mean this um, literally. This is more like metaphorically, metaphorically, uh, but not necessarily literally. And I don't want to know quite what to make of it, um, but this is just what I'm seeing. And I was like, okay, <laughs> you know, um, and she's like, what I'm seeing is a whole bunch of chaos, like you going through a whole bunch of chaos, um, and then trying to navigate the chaos, and there's like a lot of like uncertainty and chaos, and um, just like basically chaos was that the word she used, um, and like out of control and all of that. Um, and then at the end of it, I'm seeing a bright white light, uh, which is the end of it. She's like, now I don't know what that means. But that is what that means. So crazy enough, um, and I hope I'm not triggering anybody by saying this, but crazy enough, the first thing that I thought of when I um when I heard that was cancer, because I thought about how cancer is chaotic, like it spreads, you know, the tumor grows out of control. There's so much chaos in the body and in life and it's just a time, you know, and I've not been through cancer, but I can only imagine um, what it must, like the chaos that you must feel. And then when I thought of the white light, I immediately thought, great, I have a tumor. Uh, what she's trying to tell me is that I have a tumor, which is the chaos, and then I'm going to die, um, which is the white light. Now, I know this is very out there and very dramatic and maybe not everybody would interpret it the same way that I did but that was literally the first thing that came to my mind was a tumor then death um and then you know the bright white light is like me going to heaven after I have died so I didn't say anything to her immediately I was just sort of thinking about it. And then we continued our conversation. You know, she was like, do you have any idea what this could mean? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> you know, like, I don't know. It could mean a lot of things. And then our conversation went on for about an hour. So it went past, way past the 20 minutes, went on about an hour. And then I, um, I 
towards the end of the conversation, you know, I was like, I want to be honest with you because when you first said about the chaos and, um, and the white light, I immediately thought of a tumor and dying from a tumor and going to heaven. Now, I know everybody has different beliefs, but this is just what I believed. Um, and she kind of looked at me very, um, very maybe like <laughs> shocked or surprised. And she goes, do you want to know what I wrote on my piece of paper as I was um, getting all the information? And I was like, yeah. So she showed me her piece of paper and on her piece of paper was the word cancer. Now, when I saw that, I nearly fell off my chair because it just felt like, oh my God, like I had this feeling that it was a tumor and now that's just so random that out of millions of words she can write, she's writing cancer when it comes to our session. Um, and so I panicked and I was like, oh my God, I have cancer, I have a tumor, I am gonna die. This is my first like um, reality check about this. And she was like, you know, do you know what that could mean? You know, why, like, why would the word cancer come up? And I was like, I don't know. It like, it's been on my mind a lot. Um, it is a fear of mine, um, especially because I have lived in mold and I know mold is one of the main causes of cancer. Um, and I did test positive for some, um, like mold mycotoxins that do contribute to cancer. So I've been really, I guess, nervous and aware. And on top of that, I, I, I don't know what is going on, but quite a few YouTubers that I watch, like some of my favorite channels, um, many of the women on those channels got diagnosed with cancer and they're all like in their thirties, totally out of the blue, totally unexpected. So, you know, it's like you watch your favorite YouTuber and they're talking about like recipes or traveling. And then all of a sudden there's an episode with, I have cancer. Um, and seeing a few of those over the last few months has really freaked me out. Right. <laughs> um, so I don't know if I'm like, a hypochondriac or whatever, but I think ever since I've been sick because of the mold, um, I am very like hyper aware, like, and my nervous system specifically very hyper aware of my symptoms. So it's like, anytime I feel something, I'm like, oh my God, is that, you know, could that be cancer or a tumor? And I know my mind goes there and I'm like, no, you know, it's not, I just need to chill out about it. But, um, so yeah, here I am freaking out about all of this and she was like you know let's tune back in um to really see if there's cancer um and like in my mind i was already like oh my god i have cancer i have to go get tested where do i even start my doctor's gonna think i'm crazy like i don't you know like what the hell is going on so we chatted for a little more she's like you know i don't i'm not feeling cancer um even though i wrote it down but um like it doesn't feel like it's physical um it's maybe more i don't know like it's just not a physical thing in your body and immediately when she said that in my mind i literally like it was this was the strangest experience ever i had this feeling and this is going to go back to narcissistic abuse, trust me. But I had this feeling that 
the cancer, and I'm putting cancer in quotes, but that the cancer was my ex-husband, my narcissistic ex-husband, and all of the anger and rage and unfairness and all of the feelings of unworthiness and everything I have ever felt because of him. And it literally felt like I had this like this wave of relief or peace, or I don't even know how to describe it, sort of like wash over me. And I had this voice in my head. And I know some of you are thinking like, gosh, this lady's crazy. But I had this voice in my head that literally went like something along these lines. Like, if you don't let go of all of the anger, of all of the the feelings of betrayal and resentment and all of the negative things that you have felt about your ex-husband, um, you are going to get cancer. So in that moment, I literally, again, just had this feeling of I need to release and I need to let go of all of the resentment that I have. Now, for my ex-husband. Now, I know there's a lot of um, different schools of thought. And I know when it comes to cancer, like there's a lot of people that talk about like the emotional side of disease and symptoms and what they could meet. And I know cancer oftentimes is tied with like grief and betrayal and resentment and anger and all of the like low vibration feelings, right? Um, and I think Louise Hay, if you guys are familiar with Louise Hay, she wrote a lot of books on this um, about like the emotional causes of different things. And I have felt because of my ex-husband, I have felt, I feel like I've been swimming in negative low vibration feelings like resentment and anger and shame and betrayal, and um, I, I don't know, like, I, I wish I had a, a list of all of the negative feelings here, because I literally would probably feel all of them, like, just so much anger towards him, and I thought that I had let it go, like, I was like, you know, well, he's not here anymore, <laughs> you know, like, he moved, and I don't talk to him anymore, so all the anger's gone, but in that moment, I just realized how much anger I was still holding on to. And, you know, not, but not just anger, but also betrayal, resentment, all of the things that I have been holding on to, to the point where anytime my kids would mention his name, anytime I would hear his voice, anytime I would like get an email from him or his lawyer or whatever, I would literally feel like my my blood boiling, I think that's a phrase where it's like, you just feel this thing in your body that kind of rises up and builds up. And it's like, all of those feelings in one. And it wouldn't take much, it would just take me hearing him, even seeing I think I mentioned this in a previous episode, but even seeing the kind of car that he used to drive. So we used to have this like green Sierra Toyota, uh, Toyota Sienna <laughs> minivan that we used to drive. And we bought that when our daughter was born. Um, he still has it. And literally anytime when he still used to live here, um, anytime I would see that car on the street, whether it, were, whether it was him like pulling up in my driveway or me just seeing that Toyota green Toyota Sienna, 
on the street somewhere or in a parking lot, like my body would react the same way. It was just like this sen- overwhelming sense of all of those feelings I have ever felt, right? So just seeing this car would trigger me. And if right, the car would trigger me, hearing his voice, seeing his name, my kids saying it. And in my mind, I was like, you know, I've processed my relationship. I've, you know, healed or I'm on my way to healing from narcissistic abuse and I'm doing great and and blah, 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 and all of those things. And I did not realize how much of a hold on my body all of this resentment and anger and all of the things that I think and feel about him had built up. So in that moment, I had this like feeling, it was literally like somebody took, you know, those like squeegees um, that you find in the gas station that you like dip in water and then you clean your windshield with it. And it's like, it's all murky and muddy and the water's dirty. And then you take the squeegee. I think that's what it's called. And like you wipe down your window and where the squeegee went, it's like the window becomes clean and clear and, you know, like totally shiny and all of that. Like I literally felt this energetic squeegee. That's the, (laughs) some of you probably think, oh my God, she's crazy. But this energetic like squeegee just literally go from the top of my head all the way through my body, like, you know, through my torso and down my legs and down, you know, my feet and literally wipe away all of the low vibration and negative emotions that I have been feeling and holding on to. Like, literally, I have been holding on to them and I know I've been holding on to them because if I wasn't holding on to them, seeing the car of the same make and model as my ex-husband will not trigger me, right? Like I know those emotions are so readily available and I'm so holding on to them because anytime, like I mentioned, some of those things happen immediately. It's like, it just takes a second for all of those feelings to like literally come back flooding my body and for me to feel all of those and to go into fight or flight once again just because I saw a green car or, you know, I got an email or, um, you know, or I heard his voice or my kids mentioned his name. And in that moment, I made this decision that I have to let go of all of these feelings, because if I don't let go, all of these feelings are going to turn into a tumor. And the crazy thing, and again, this was not like, it just happened so fast. Um, like this was not my conscious mind. It was like my subconscious mind. And this came, this thing came to the surface where it happened so fast. And these feelings just came flooding to me that I was just like, I have like for my own health and for my own well-being, I have to let go of all the first and foremost, the resentment, the anger, the betrayal, the mistrust you know, all of the feelings of feeling like he did me so wrong, right? Um, He did me so wrong. And I had to choose like to make a conscious choice to let go of these feelings because otherwise they would keep being bottled up in my body and emotions, like all of these emotions 
we all know, you know, there is an emotional root to disease as well. On top of physical, I believe in both, right? I believe it's both like emotional and physical um, and spiritual and all of that kind of just together. It's, it's never just one thing. It's, it could be a lot of different, um, different aspects to disease. So in that moment, I just felt this like squeegee, like squeegee out all of the emotions out of me, the negative emotions. And I was like, it is not worth it. Like it is my health and my life. Like I've already lost in some ways so much of my life and so much of my energy and well-being because of this man. And I, I cannot keep letting him steal away my joy my peace, my health, my happiness, my future, like it's done. I am done. And again, in that moment, to go back to the beginning, the title of this, um, this episode, which is, you know, the day the narcissist died. It's like literally in that moment, I felt that all of the, like the tight grip that he had on me and on my emotions literally died. Like I, it just died. It was gone. It, there was like no charge to it. There was no, um, nothing to it. I was, it was just gone. And it was like, it felt like it was this feeling of death. It was like something had died inside of me and it was all of the negative low vibrations feelings that I have been feeling as a result of my experience of knowing or and having this man in my life for 20 years now. We met 20 years ago. Um and it literally, well, I guess not literally, but it like metaphorically just died. And in that moment, in my mind, I was like, the narcissist has died. <laughs> uh, but again, not physically, he's he's not dead or anything like that. Um and I don't want him dead. Like it's not about that. <laughs> um it is just about like metaphorically and emotionally it was just dead like it was i and i don't know that's the best way to describe it so i don't know if any of you can relate to this if you have felt like there was this point in your healing where like he just or he or she um just died for you um and again i don't mean physically um i don't you know that's too dark but i don't mean physically i just mean like the hold and the grip that they have on your energetic body and energetic well-being was just dead and from that moment on it was like I, again, but again, this happened so fast, <laughs> um, you know, and by this point when this was happening, I had gotten off the phone call with my friend and I kind of just sat on my computer for like a minute or two when, and all, again, that's when all of these feelings sort of came in. Um, and I was like, he's dead. Like he is to me and to my body, he is dead and it is not worth holding on to all of those negative emotions, because if I continue to hold on to them, I am going to hurt myself. I am going to cause myself cancer or a tumor or some other sort of disease um, because of all of the negative emotions that I feel. And I was like, it's not worth it. Like it is not 
worth it for me and my life is worth it. I am worth it. I have just spent enough time feeling all of these feelings that I am done. It was almost like I was at capacity for anger and resentment and all of those feelings that we all know that are too familiar. So it was such a powerful experience. And then crazy enough, right? Like right after I had to get off this phone call, um, you know, and then I sat there for like a few minutes, I had to drive my, my son to the gym. And so we get in the car, I'm still like, kind of shaking from all of this, like my body's a little shaky. I'm like, what is happening? What just happened? Like this was so crazy and so intense. Um, and my son and I are driving and I just had to drive him like five minutes away to the gym. And as we're driving, um, he mentioned my ex-husband, you know, he said something like, I can't even remember. Cause I, it was like, I was so into this, like <laughs> feeling of whatever I had just experienced that I cannot even remember what my son said, but he brought up my ex-husband. And in that moment, like I looked at him, I looked at my son and I was like, I don't feel anything. Like, I don't feel the anger. I don't feel the resentment. I don't, I like, I am just so neutral. And normally, if my son had brought up my ex-husband, I would like, again, all of those feelings would rise within me and I would just feel everything, right? All of those feelings all at once. And I'm sitting in the car and I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> like, I don't feel anything. I don't feel the resentment. I don't feel the anger. I don't feel the injustice and unfairness. I don't feel like the charge. And that's the best way to describe it. It's like this negative charge. I'm like, I don't feel that right now. And I was like, huh, I wonder if this is what that phone call, you know, or that Zoom call with my friend was all about. And if this is what the message was, you know, that like you, ha I have to let go of all of the negative emotions that could be harboring negative energy and negative things in my body as being related to my ex-husband. And I have to just let it go. And it's like, it was such a weird and crazy experience that I was like, oh my God, I think this was like another step in my healing journey. So um, yeah, I just wanted to share that because again, hoping I'm not triggering anybody. Uh, now, having said that, I still have been, if I'm honest, like I still have been freaking out about cancer and I'm like, oh my God, do I have cancer? <laughs> um, do I like, do I need to get tested? Where do I even begin? Um, and then I've been having some weird symptoms. Like I've been coughing a lot, which was due to mold, but then like one of the YouTubers that I was watching, you know, she's like, oh, one of my symptoms with my cancer was coughing. Um, and then she's like, I also had like pressure in my bladder area and I had to go to the bathroom more often. And I was like, oh my God, that's happening to me too. So I, like, if I'm honest, I have been freaking out about cancer. Um, and I did go to my doctor. Um, I actually literally just came back from getting an ultrasound just now, um, just to rule out some things because I have been feeling like a lot of pressure in like my bladder area and all of that. And, you know, come to find out that the bladder is also very related to emotions. Um, but anyway, so yeah, I, I'm still waiting results. I have been a bit of a mess 
in some ways um since then because i am just thinking like what if i do have cancer and where do i even begin and and all of that um and you know i don't want to just discount i feel like this experience happened for a reason um and i need to like pursue every avenue of it so i am waiting back you know for my results um hopefully it's not but um you know if it is then wow um i i don't know what to think or say about that but um but yeah uh, again i'm hoping i'm not triggering anybody um but uh, it's just been like a really intense month and i wanted to sort of process everything before i came on here and and talked about it because i just like i didn't know what to make of it you know and i'm like maybe it's not just energetic maybe it is physical as well. I don't know. I want to just be smart about it and make sure that I, um, you know, I check into all of the different avenues. But yeah, I think until I get results back, I'm still in a bit of a panic and a bit like flustered and <laughs> like, oh my God, I, I just, I, I don't know what I will do. So anyway, that's where I'm at right now. But I did want to say that just feeling the sense of like, the narcissist, the power, the grip that he has been holding on me for 20 years is finally dead. It's gone. It's like, I don't know how to describe it. If you guys have felt this way, can you let me know? Can you either reach out to me on Instagram? I have the link in the podcast description to my Instagram or like send me a voice message or something. Um, because I want to know if anybody else has felt this. and. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's been a lot to process, but I feel like this has been the next step in my healing journey. So it's like now when I see the car, like I saw uh, like a green Toyota Sienna the other day in my son's parking lot at school. And I was like, oh, but it didn't trigger me. Like it didn't, um, like it didn't bring up all of those feelings that I had before that it would like instantly, those feelings were so available to me that it would take such a little thing to trigger it. And I didn't feel that, you know, and it's like my kids talk to him. Um, they talk to his, you know, new ex or new girlfriend, fiance, whatever she is. Um, and it's like, you know, they're telling me how much they're looking forward to going over there this summer. And I'm just not triggered. I'm just like, okay, <laughs> you know, and my son, even in the car, oh, I do. Yeah. I want to go back to, to this. So like when my son and I were in the car, um, like he noticed, he was like, oh, you didn't say anything. He's he's like, you normally get mad if I mention him. I was like, no, I'm fine. And like, I literally was fine. I didn't feel like I didn't feel those feelings. And I think my son was confused and I was confused because it was like, this is the first time that, and it happened so quickly after my, my call with my friend, um, that it was a shock to me too. I'm like, huh. I don't feel the charge anymore. Like I don't, I don't feel it. So I don't know. I would say this is a win in my healing, even though I am now freaking out about cancer. Um, but I will keep you guys posted. I don't know. I'm just, I just wanted to share that experience. And it's taken me about a month to process because it was such a powerful experience and so unexpected and so confusing and so scary and um relieving at the same time so i don't know 
I don't know. I think I'm still processing that. So anyway, that is the end of my episode. I hope it was helpful for some of you. Um, I am just realizing how it is not worth my health and my well-being to let him affect me that powerfully. And finally, I guess I saw the light, <laughs> if you want to say that, um, as to why um, it's very important to let go. Now, if you haven't been able to let go yet, um, this is not like you need to let go or you'll get cancer. That is not the message that I'm trying to to say at all. Um, but I just wanted to bring attention to the power of letting go of the charge. When you're ready, when your body's ready, when you are ready for that step in your healing journey, um, it is so worth letting go because it is not worth getting sick and getting cancer and getting all sorts of other things because of the narcissist, um, because we do know how much emotions affect our physical well-being. So I will leave you guys with that today. Sorry if this was a weird episode. If you don't believe in like energy healing or all of that or intuition or intuitive stuff, um, then I guess this does not apply to you. But um, for those who do believe and who um, who feel have might might have felt similar things, I hope this. Um, podcast episode was helpful. So yeah, thank you guys so much. I will be recording, I think another episode soon. Um, My summer without the kids is starting Saturday. So in two days, Um, and I will come back and let you guys know some other things. But in the meantime, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being here on my journey with me. And I wish you guys much healing, much love, and thank you again. Bye.